0: Where we talk about things With one super special guest every week Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak On oh, This Is Happening, the podcast Hello everybody, welcome back to This Is Happening This is one of your hosts, Nathan Strifle.
1: And this is Eric Morris. Today, we are joined by podcast icon, podcast <laughs> mogul. He's like living on his podcast winnings. <laughs> Teddy Margus yes. is here. Yes. Teddy Margus well, is I'm here. So thrilled. I mean, you know, I just have to say, I'm going to like expound for a second, but part of like my journey towards doing a podcast was discovering Johnny McGovern's podcast. Right gayest of all time. Yes. Um, and I know he had been doing it for years in New York. I didn't know about that. Ten, ten
2: years gayest of all time.
1: Yeah. Ten years. That he did is for ten years. At, and I didn't even know about started When, when, when I discovered it, I started going way back to yeah. when he was in New York and I just listened, binged, listened to it. Uh, he's such a good podcast personality. Yeah, he's, he's just he great at talking about his life and... He just never runs out of stuff to say, and he assembles a really fun, group. funny group of people around Which includes him, Teddy. Which,
2: of late, um, or the last few years... Yeah, I came into Gates of All Time two, maybe three years ago. Includes and, Teddy Margus, right. who is a delight. A delight. And that
1: means, like, you know, through my, you know, headphones here in our podcast you know, state
2: of the art podcast studio. This studio is gorgeous. <laughs> this studio we've really done a lot around I see you have decorated for fall with your pumpkin spice yep. latte <laughs> on the wall. All of the headshots <laughs> of our previous guests <laughs> with autographs on the walls. Yep. I, yep. See, I see Shelly Winter, <laughs> I see Kate uh,
0: Ballard. <laughs> yes, yes. And Teddy is also Greg not Garbo. to be uh, just to <laughs> get it out there, a c com- stand-up comedian. I'm an actor, actor
2: a producer, yeah, a, a all nice than every hot. Yeah.
1: Is. You're doing quite a bit with Johnny McGovern at the moment. Yes. Because you're producing, producing Hay hey Queen. producing Hay Queen. Writing for it. Writing for it. Producing it. Yes. Just wrapped up on air anyway, or like in releases, um, Hay Queen Beach House. Beach House,
2: which was, that was the first series that I produced. Super fun. What What is Hay Queen Beach House? Hay Queen Beach House is Hay Queen, but in the summer. You know how like oh, MTV, yes. would, like Spring would, Break, right? Yes. MTV Spring Break, that. so we did, and we completely revamped the studio. We made it. We like, well,
1: they set up right next to Nobu Malibu. Right next to Nobu Malibu, <laughs> Lady Red is sitting there on the patio, not
2: eating sushi—not her favorite thing. No, 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 she's got her the fried chicken. chicken. Yeah. yeah, so that's what Hey Queen Beach House is—just like a mini summer gotcha. version of Hey Queen. We had great guests for Beach House. You did, and you had that. Pearl, we had
1: that like, phenomena. phenomenon. Spilling Pearl, the tea yes. on RuPaul.
0: That whole thing. That if it's not really on camera, best. it
1: didn't happen, or it doesn't matter. When
2: that was... Which is exactly who RuPaul is, and so what? But you, you know? know what? Here's the thing. When when First of all, when she said that, you know, as, as a producer, like, my jaw dropped. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <Yes>. the press. <laughs> but we're also very fair. Um we don't want anybody to say anything that they don't want out there. Sure. So they have up till the day before it's released mm-hmm. to pull anything that they've said.
0: And she she felt like she was and she happy was like with okay
2: it. with that because it was her that
0: was her journey. Totally. Pearl was my uh, hairdresser for two years in Chicago. Get out of here! Yeah, before she even started drag, she is so nice. She's and the so nicest fabulous. and great at. Uh, she was great at cutting my hair too. I always look fabulous. Yeah, I remember she, like, one day was like, so I went out and drag for the first time. I, like, went and got my hair cut, and she started telling me about it. Lo and behold, a couple years later, she's, she's a drag died. superstar. Now she's a drag superstar. And now she's a, forget it,
2: every single publication picked up that. It was huge. You know, unless that camera's rolling. <laughs> Which well,
1: is very so, RuPaul, and I don't fault RuPaul mm-hmm. for that. You know, it's like... I don't either. I don't think RuPaul is trying to be a bitch. RuPaul is just being real. It's yeah. just like this is what we're here to do. Yeah, let's right. get it on Thank camera. Thank you for that. Right but nice. like, right. I'm not here to interact exactly. with you off camera.
2: Exactly. And <laughs> as a comedian, as a producer, when I do, I do a weekly show in West Hollywood, and I have a comedy partner. So we're like Sunny and Share. Only it's like Sunny and. Ben and hair. that's Mikey. That's Mikey. And many times he'll go ba 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 ba. Save it. Yeah. So yeah. there's a way to do it. I guess it came across harsh to Pearl because she's not used to that. But Pearl I wasn't a hurting
1: show business veteran. Right. And she
2: heard that. She's, she was not yes, the Ann course. Miller of podcasts she like I am. She was dewy and, and young. And fresh. She was just like, yeah. I'm
1: meeting my idol. So, and then, then she even
2: said that. like, mm-hmm. on, She said that on Hey Queen. She said, you know, may, you know, maybe it was me. Maybe I Maybe I shouldn't have gone there. But right. I'll tell you this. Like, Uh, I see RuPaul at least once a week walking around West Hollywood Mm -hmm. because I literally live right behind one of his favorite restaurants. Yeah. And he walks with an air about him like he's royalty. Like, and not in an arrogant way at all. It's just his aura. Yeah, he's so tall. His legs are so long. He's got perfect posture, and he just and you don't want to go near him. Like and he doesn't want you to. I've I've seen seen him in Why should he? Was like
0: Hermes, Hermes going through the air. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) then he disappeared. I was like, when I went to see
1: Drew Drogi in um, "Die Mommy Die" at the Celebration Theater. RuPaul was there, and I listened to RuPaul's podcast, and recently, like, maybe that week on the podcast, which I'm sure he'd recorded a year before, but, like, it had just come out, and he said something like, you know, you know what I like when when people recognize me? I like if they just, like, kind of, like, you know, like, uh, touch their heart, you know, put a fist to their, you know, chest, and just, like, just kind of nod. So I tried to do this to him. But he wouldn't even have that. He'd never looked at me. We were two rows away from each other in a tiny, less than 99 seat theater, and he just was deliberately oblivious to everything around him. Maybe would have had a lovely sort of tweet celebrity. about it saying Drew Drogi is genius right. afterward, right. which you know is so lovely of right. him.
0: Maybe when you're at that level of like recognition, no, story, I don't, you really I was, don't want to invite. I was a little disappointed because
1: I, ju- I wanted to do exactly what he had said that that right. he appreciated, right? Um, and he didn't really allow that to happen. But why should he? Absolutely, you know. It's like he is just living his life. Leave him alone. Uh, that's. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're, we have a technical innovation. Thanks to, uh, Teddy's teaching <laughs> us teddies. all the tips, all the and tricks. And because we have little like sound pads, I was like banging, banging on them. the sound <laughs> pad. I've been getting on people for the podcast
0: recently to not bang on the table, and Teddy was like, put towels down. And so we put some towels down, but now Eric's banging on He's the towel. banging on the Although <laughs> oh, no, it will not come out as loud had it been just a bear
2: table. <laughs> but I get that, like you said, like maybe it's his... Celebrity that level mm-hmm. because I am in no way near uh, the level that I could even probably make this statement. But I have a little local sure. notoriety. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you have and, a weekly gig yes. at Foo Bar. If
1: people are going there, obviously they they know you. You you. create
0: a public figure
2: to yourself as doing shows. I've had people come up to me in the supermarket, or I I can't. When people say, hey, meet me here, you could park here, I'm like, how far down Santa Monica do I have to walk? Because it'll take me forever. This sounds like I'm (laughs) bragging. I'm not. But literally, honestly, it's like, hey, Teddy. And I'm like the guy that has to talk to everybody and say hello. Right. But I. To, if it were like RuPaul or anybody oh, even yeah. like, bigger, it's got to be 300-fold, where you just got to be like, you know what, yeah. this is how I have to handle this. Because if yeah. you, he
0: invites that in, it's, it's just going to be nonstop. Right, right, right.
2: And then um, there have been, I've heard stories, you know, even like at DragCon where somebody wanted their picture, and he said no, and not in a, in a very nice way, like if I take a picture with you, I'm going to have, have to, take, to a take a picture and... You know, there's a million people. I'll be people. here for hours. That's how right. I operate
0: at the bathhouse. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I just, if I leave, just <laughs> my one room. If I leave my please. door open for you, I'm going to have to leave my door open for everyone. Very limited audience. <laughs> so oh, what's, the, what's the production schedule like for Hey Queen? Are you there oh, like five crazy. days a week? Like, is it's it full time? When we're filming, yes.
2: And it's, it's not even like... When we're filming, it could be crazy. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny also tours with Dita Von T's. Right, right. He's her her uh, MC. Yeah, and so we got to get them all in, and so all are the you drag, even filming like five in a week or something? We might even film three in a day. Yeah. Oh my god, that's and a that's lot. grueling, but um, that's the only way that we can do it because their schedules are crazy too. It's like hard to schedule the guests right. especially There's, now that RuPaul's a juggernaut of like
0: they have like a small window right it's like, like,
2: like I'm tiny I'm like in Alabama like they're, to
1: they're touring the world
2: those, they those are worlds. they <laughs> are touring the world and so the, the, the schedule is crazy but what's crazier is the research mmm you got to double check. You got to make sure it's correct. And there's 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 a lot of queens that have a lot out there, but there's a lot of queens that you're like, oh, I can't find anything on them. Like, mm. Where did they grow up, or how did they? But best? you guys
1: clearly do do your homework. And like, used... he talks about like
2: Reddit threads, you know, like yeah, he and
1: that
0: he is very
2: like, deep. Yeah, you go to Reddit for the dirt great. Yeah. but then you gotta double check it because those Reddit queens can be pretty ferocious
0: are you doing some of that research yeah. is that, is that yeah. all you or yeah. a lot of it's you yeah. well I, I,
2: I there's another producer there's two
0: of us that do all of gotcha. that gotcha right. but you're kind of like in a way getting information and kind of programming right. the show and in then, a lot of ways. yeah, and then I'm responsible for
2: putting it together like we'll do this, we'll play this game because I love the games. It's like my favorite part. Of the yeah, show. totally. Yeah, and then um, coming up with the names, and then so then it's it's all
0: that. And look at yeah. her is my favorite. It's fantastic. That, that's yeah. like such a great part of the show. I yeah. love that. That's that's it's it. It's, and so are you picking the girls that they're going to talk yeah. about
2: for yeah? Second? And then that comes from. Who did they have? A few, because ultimately everything is about what we want them to spill. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, this always how, be just like, "Oh, I love right, her. Yeah, She's yeah, yeah. so great." How are we gonna get them <laughs> to spill it in a very? Oh, this picture just happened to pop up. What are your thoughts <laughs> on her? I didn't hear about that really. Like, what? so, and it's, it's 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 tough. Yeah, but you just hope you have a guest. Like my favorite guest, Miss Vanji. Oh, oh, I goodness. just watched that. My day. favorite. From the time she walked in, the whole time she was there, she was just... It was a breeze. Oh, you didn't have to really? put anything out of her. The sweetest person in the world. Yeah. Funny as all, Al. Really infectious. Infectious is the perfect word for her. Yeah. And I can see why, because that was a phenomena. Oh, my no, God. Miss, it was crazy. Miss the Angie. most famous
1: person to get married. She's I made a name for herself. Ever. You know, if you see Andrew Garfield quoting it, I know. You know, it's like, come on, that's really like, you know,
2: penetrated the culture. It penetrated, and it it, it went into like, it spilled into mainstream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my mother was like, hey, really? Miss
0: oh my God, that's so like, funny. <laughs> growing
2: up, <laughs> my mother would not have found this banshee. Well, I mean, my mother, well, because I, tra- I trained my mother very well, I grew up saying, Mary oh. and Miss mm-hmm. Thing. Oh, Miss Thing. But yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not really said much anymore. I mean, I still have
0: my group of people I think, saying I well, I Mar- that. Uh, Mary Bette has some albums with Miss Thing going around on it.
1: Mary was a very, like, of a certain generation. Yes. Of gays. Yes. I, I had some friends, you know, in New York mm-hmm. who would say that all the time.
2: It was Mary this and Mary that. I always yeah, said, yeah, yeah. The, back in the day, if a woman named Mary actually named Mary moved into WeHo, she would be like, hey, wh- how- what? Yeah, uh, what, hey, hello? How come everybody knows me here? Um, but my mother used to say Miss Thing because I used to say it. And when she would say it to me, you know, and this was like in my teen years, like Miss Thing, you better clean up that room. i would be like, mom, you can't say Miss Thing. <laughs> so she just thought Miss Vanji was a variation of Miss Thing.
0: <laughs> and where did you grow up?
2: I grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Amazing. A great place to You're grow you an, an Eagles I fan? Went
1: to, I went to college there. Uh, yeah, I watched yeah, the yeah, game yeah. the
2: other day, actually. Yeah, the
1: Thursday. Yeah. The first game of the season. Yeah. I watched
2: it, too. Yep. They won. Yep. Yep. I am not a sports fanatic at yeah. all. I, Philly is a good town. Philly is a great town. I had a good time there. I loved growing up there. And being gay there was amazing. I wasn't gay there. Brotherly love. I was
0: closeted hey. during college. Where but, in uh, Philly was it? Where I. kind of?
2: I grew up in northeast Philly, which is a predominantly Jewish area. Are you Jewish? No, I'm Greek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, my father had like a deli. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a Jewish deli. I mean not I kind of, it was, but it right. technically couldn't be called... For in. the neighborhood. Right, yeah. and, you know, so that's that's really kind of all I knew, but... Did you grow
0: up skipping around in the deli? And you must have I there. grew
2: up... Ah,
0: yes. <laughs> Made a bunch <laughs> of salmon. I had to work there. I had to slice corned so beef started until my really... fingers were raw. <laughs> Slicing
2: that damn corned beef. To this day, when I smell corned beef, I go like... Bruh. Did they this, make a cheesesteak there? Yes. Of course. Oh, my God. I think my dad's cheesesteaks were the best. Oh, what was I'm the deli sure. door? I love it. It, it was called... First, he had a place steak. called the Gingham House. Gingham House. Yes, yes that Everything... That ev- doesn't all sound the day- like a deli. All me. the decor was gingham. It sounds right. pretty good. It was very gingham. Yeah, my best. mother did the decor, it's, so... It's definitely very Everything wizard-wise. was gingham. And gingham, and gingham, and gingham, and gingham, and gingham, and gingham. And then... When he retired, he got bored and then opened up a a Philly cheesesteak place. Oh, nice. And that was called All-American Pizza Company. And I worked there, too. And that was... I didn't venture
1: into other neighborhoods, really, in Philadelphia. You know, Penn is in West Philly. Is that where you went? Yeah. For how long? Four years.
2: And you were closeted in college? Entirely. (laughs) 88 to 92. That is a crime. crime. I was closeted. Dated women,
1: had girlfriends... That you know, disappointed many a girlfriend, you know, was very disinterested in the sex. They would, well, like naturally, this one, darling. This one girlfriend like <laughs> showed up in my dorm room, you know, like unannounced, unplanned, you know, and I was so not into that. I was like, what are you doing here? Like it's a <laughs> it's like, I would have baked something. I mean <laughs> she's in lingerie, you're like uh, uh, She was like, I just wanted to surprise you. I was like, Yeah, I'm
2: surprised. I'm surprised. Please leave. Um please. <laughs> No I was um I came out in College. Well, I mean, I've always—I never was really closeted because I never faked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never like got a boner if I saw a brazier, right? Or if anybody asked me, like, "Are you what, into, who are you into, are into, you into girls?" I'm like, for, I would always have a question, like, "What kind of question is that?" Am mm. I into girls? But, <laughs> yeah,
0: deflect.
2: I do have a booming presence. So, <laughs> when did you?
0: Where did you go to college?
2: Philadelphia. I went to Temple oh. University.
0: Oh, you went to Temple. Temple's great. Yeah, well, was. me and Bill Cosby. Yay! Yay! <laughs>
2: oh, you got an honorary degree at Penn. <laughs> yeah, was I think they took it away. Did yeah, you I think we did. study possibly. theater there? I studied theater. Theater was my minor. I was a radio, television, and film major because I, I, I wanted to be an actor.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I believe whenever you do anything, you should learn everything about it. Absolutely. So I wanted to learn behind the scenes, and I wanted to learn it all. So... Um, I think if you get your hands in it and you're doing all of it, it helps you understand. God, that's so smart. A, I what that. you want to do, yeah. but B, what the other guy is doing. So I took radio, television, and film, and then my minor was theater. Well, that's I, perfect
0: because you're producing now at
1: I did as much acting as I could, you know, at Penn. I had such a bad attitude about that. I didn't really want to know, like, what happened behind the scenes. I was just like, okay, what props? Yeah. What, you know, and, and then I when I was doing this film, I remember, like, um, uh, this woman, you know, shooting in the back of a cab for several nights, and um, this woman on the crew came to me and said, can you take this Windex and... Um, clean you know that the dp saying that the back window needs to be clean i'm like uh, what yeah nothing's like, changed um, eric is exactly the same no i but <laughs> i
2: will get out of your way so you can do that see i, I come <laughs> from the theater and in the theater you do you every do thing. everything i mean same. It just, it's just yeah. i was it's i was horrible learning horrible to learn how to sing i have such a sweep, bad attitude sweet to stage that. teddy and I called Excuse her me, but Windex Woman <laughs> for the rest of the show. She was jubby <laughs> and uh, Yeah, yeah. Our,
0: and when I went to college... But then we later, were, after
1: that, I got, you know, I became a PA, and I, you know, I worked on <laughs> The Birdcage, The Mirror Has Two Faces, and television shows in New York, and commercials, and did
2: everything. Yeah. You know, and, and my attitude really changed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, I, I was used to going in it. I never, I, I dabbled in production, because I... When I first moved out here, I was strictly an actor, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even do comedy. And I thought, you know, they're going to discover me. This is so, you know, everyone's story. I was doing theater back home, and then I moved out here to break into TV and film. Uh How long
0: did you were you graduated from college before you moved? Uh, Five years. Okay, so you kind of stayed in town. Well, Philly
2: had, believe it or not, a pretty decent theater Theater scene. scene. The Mm -hmm. Wilma Theater in Philly. That's right. It's huge. So I was very happy just doing that in Philly. But then, of course, you know, I wanted TV and I wanted better weather. And I've always had fantasies from a child of just, I'm going to live in Hollywood. Yep. And so then I moved out here. And so I did that route and it just was not challenging. I mean, there's, there's a very select few people that are my type mm-hmm. and you're up against, although the odds are more in my favor you're still the same people are being seen over and over and over again for the same role. Right. So I thought, this sucks. And then five years into it, I moved back to Philly uh-huh. Uh-huh. and became a travel agent. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. I became a travel agent because I thought I could get a discount on flights. And now. Yeah, it happened. But I, I remember I went. Th- I, I worked in the office. I went through the training, and then and this was probably a year into it. The phone rang. And the woman I answered and the woman said, I want to speak to a travel agency. And I said out loud, I'm a travel agent. And the color drained from my body. Oh wow. I so heard cool. it and I thought, How the hell like did I become a and I gave my two weeks notice that day. Agent. Good well, for you. Good That's thing you really left really too, because brave. it's a dying job. Now it's yeah, it's forget. A dying it, right? job. Yeah. it was dying, you know, when I was there. But I just was like, nothing could be as bad <laughs> and not that there's anything bad but it's just not what I wanted to do right and how I ended up getting in it I have no idea so then I moved back and I thought okay this how long time were, now, you were like five years five years there and then when I moved back I said this time I'm gonna do it differently I'm not gonna be that desperate headshot stuffing envelopes, sending out agencies I'm not doing any of that I'm gonna put content out there so that they do come to me right Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. And how it started was stand-up. Yeah. Because that was easy. Because you could get performance time. Yeah. And then when you would go on an audition, you could, you want to see me? I'll be here. So uh-huh. you've been doing stand-up for a very long time. I've been doing stand-up now maybe 15 years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it takes... You know, we had Zach Noe Towers on. Yeah, I love him. Um, he's so like, great. One of my, I, I like to think of myself as his drag mother. Oh, I'm oh, sure. I love Zach. He's, he's so He's a good great. friend of Nathan's. Yeah. Um, but he was saying, like, I don't know who says this, but, like, people say that it takes, like, 10 years yeah. to like become an sensation to yeah. to really yeah. establish yourself
2: and get yeah.
0: good That's you standard. know and
2: he's it's he's not even thing. quite at that 10 year point I've um, seen his progression which cause um I've been booking shows you know forever I've had my own show forever yeah yeah he was one of the ones that came in and inquired about it mm-hmm. and I watched him grow yeah and get like now it's like wow he's wow. in command he's of the, hysterical yeah his posts on Facebook, oh, or Twitter? Twitter, his grinder, uh, post. On, his uh, wow, unbelievable! <laughs> that could be a whole, uh, a whole show. It really, I mean, he's so, I mean, it's so funny. I produced a show once called Coffee Grinder <laughs> at a coffee shop, and it was comedians <laughs> telling their hideous grinder story. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> and it was the funnest show I ever produced. That people want me to do it again and do it again, do it I again. I love it. It was the uh, stories that came out of people's mouths were just like, oh my god, I could see how that could happen it's so
0: crazy so what was the first stand-up uh hosting or production that you started doing the first show I did was at it was called Luna Park I remember Luna Park oh right. my god that's so funny Something Derek Favaris that. that I was just with this morning he used work to work there as there at a Luna bartender Park. yes yeah yes. Luna Park yeah, and that's
2: where uh like Anna Gasteyer uh you know Julia Sweeney uh, uh Bessa Petis who does Uncab, which is like this major? A lot of people came out of that. Kathy Griffin and started so there. So is it? Oh, space. Yes, there.
1: and now it's downtown. Now it's
2: downtown yes, that. at the
1: yes, do. Yes, I do go there, it's and I space. saw um, I saw Sam Pancake do yeah, that whole thing it's beautiful there. Beautiful space. So um, she fine. was.
2: We were all in that. That was that all of that era, and um, that's the first time I did it. And I begged for stage time. Mm-hmm. they gave me three minutes when I got there and I made sure I packed the place and when I got there that's so hard to do it's hard to do when I got there they were like oh, we're running short could you like just do like two minutes and I thought fuck you you know but I took five two minutes <laughs> but it was it, it changed my life wow my first experience was major it was amazing and I thought, oh, God, why did I wait so long to even try this? And from then on, it's just been. So then I was like, I'm not acting anymore. That is it. I'm only doing stand-up. And so I did stand-up forever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then got back into acting because of Streep Tease. Because the creator of Streep Tease saw my performance at the improv, came to me after and said, would you audition? We need, we're losing a member. We need a member. And I was like, oh, And this is Meryl so Street monologue. Explain, right. yeah. Street, Street Tease is Meryl Street monologues performed by an all-male cast. <laughs> and it's hysterical. <laughs> it is probably one of my favorite things to do. But what it did for me was I was able to marry my acting experience with my stand-up experience. Yeah. Because I play the nun from Doubt. Ooh. <sighs>
1: Yes. With the accent that she yes. couldn't do. Yeah, with the accent that
2: she What <laughs> I do. Right? The habit. <laughs> I wore the hat. I wore the habit. And yeah. I fell in love with her. Like, that was one of the characters I couldn't let go of. Yeah. And it's. Do you like her in that movie? I do now. Okay. I, I mean, I didn't believe a single second of her performance. I about. do now. I appreciate it now because when they gave me doubt, I didn't want to do doubt. I thought, guys, I'm a comedian. Like, give doubt to a, you know. And they're like, you're not a comedian. We know your history. We <laughs> know where you've studied. You know, well, you've, you, you, you know, you've done Shakespeare. You're Don't tell me couture. you can't. And, and then that's when it hit me like, oh, my God. Well, did I forget I was an actor? And then that's when I started to get back into it again. Oh, good. And then to find the humor in that character, I just simply went to Meryl Streep's interviews, and she found humor in her. Yeah. And when she talked about the humor she found in her in her ridiculousness and how absurd her thought patterns were, that's when I was like, "Oh my god, that was great." That's why I love, I love that. I mean, I
1: love life. Meryl Streep. I think she's the most brilliant. I just didn't believe her as that character, and yeah. it maybe was the accent. I just didn't. I just didn't believe she was that person. I'd also I saw it on stage twice. It's, you know, it's Cherry yeah. like yeah, Jones do yeah. it.
0: It's hard to watch a live production. My friend Patrice
1: of Quinn kind of originated the black woman role in it when it was here in Pasadena, mm-hmm. um, and knocked that out of the park. Um,
3: eh,
2: you know, I just like yeah. the, the film. I was less enthralled with. Yeah. I mean, but that's that is a perfect actors. Oh songs. God! Oh God! Yeah. Because I don't like any book that's been turned into a, a film or because mm. let's take Wicked, a phenomenal, right? <laughs> is that being
0: turned into a film?
2: It, it's they're trying to forever, okay. but it they have been a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, the weird thing about Wicked is the rights to the Wizard of Oz are problems. Like right. the, the witch can't wear a black cape. She has to wear. It. They make it really? like a deep eggplant. Oh. It looks black, but it's not. Is that yes. a stage version yeah. too? Yeah, I had no idea yeah, about that. Yeah, because I don't know who owns the rights to the, MGM, you know, either MGM or whoever you know Frank Albom who wrote it. Right, like maybe his estate. I don't know, but there's God. Rules. It must
0: be reaching a hundred years, right? Isn't it going to be free domain <sighs> I mean, soon? Maybe it's an old. book
2: is, and all that. No,
0: but then, you know, like the rights
1: can probably got tied up with the movie. M- oh, MGM sure. still the, exists. This the, the and film still uh, zealously um, protects their rights. Yeah. Like I, uh, I have been long developing a movie uh, based on a book by Patrick Dennis, who wrote Anti-Mame, and this is another um, book of his called Genius. But MGM owns the rights to Anti-Mame, and any reference to characters in Anti-Mame or the book in Anti-Mame. Uh, you know, or whatever. Um, has you know, to I mean, there. my agreement is with the estate of Patrick Dennis, mm-hmm. but MGM, you know, is a factor in worldwide distribution of anything that mentions Isn't it So It's, 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 cra- it's probably it's that MGM, I'm sure it's an <laughs> MGM problem.
2: But like, I read the book Wicked and it was my, one of my favorite books ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the first book I'm voraciously, I read. I like the book too. I've I literally stopped, finished, mm-hmm. and started right over again. Oh, I love it! I've never done that before. I don't know why that. I was obsessed with it. It was just—it so, was so sexy to me, and it was so dark, and it was so. This is
0: brilliant. Did you read the follow-up ones? Because they did like yes. a Cowardly Lion. Yeah, one. yeah they did. Were uh, they good? No, no, not they did me. some other fairy tales, right? And then they the, did, I think, Snow
2: White or Cinderella. I don't remember, but no, they were not. They, they were, weren't the same level. Yeah, but this blew me away. And then I thought. A musical.
1: I never read the book, but I was. I thought Wicked, just the, the concept, it was so wildly creative. It's brilliant. You know, I. I, so I was captivated when
0: I saw the music. Well, that I mean, my the music, first... F, the, the show is just phenomenal. When <laughs> right. I saw her defy gravity, it was it's just one of the oh, and I saw the, it, the I mean, moments like, of my life. In I had
1: Tony voter tickets to go see it. I took my mom. What is a Tony voter
0: ticket? How did you get that? Yeah, uh, a
1: friend, you. a friend of mine was a Tony voter, but she was based here in L.A. and. She was like equities representative for the Tonys,
0: and she couldn't go. And she She would
1: take trips and go see most things, but like when she missed something, she'd be like, you know, I never got a chance to see this. Right. So she would get me the tickets, and you'd go. And I went. I took my mom, and for this one, for Wicked, you know, so we saw the original cast, and we had this little in our tickets. There was a little thing saying, like, show this to an usher during intermission. So they took us to like a private bar. And it was only me and my mom having a drink. And there was like busloads of teenagers out in the audience and we were just in our own little oasis with someone standing fabulous. outside the door having like a glass of wine that's how I like <laughs> to see a show me too, I
0: prefer to get my Tony ticket I was
1: like, like see Broadway. mom you know, I uh, sometimes I can make something happen
0: mama, I'm pretty I'm something,
2: mama let me yeah mama, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm <laughs>
0: Gypsy, oh my god,
2: is, I, I love that you knew it,
0: <laughs> of course. That's one of my like all time. Ironically, my mom loves that, mine movie. too. That's how I was turned on to it because they used to like I call my mom like, like yeah. then, my mom like Zephyr,
2: yeah, because my mom's kind of dark like that. It was like, nah, 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 nah. and then you I a the gimmick?
0: It. yes, <laughs> I got <it> again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: so. I, like, and I talk about this on the podcast with Johnny, I want to create something, I don't know what, whether it's a show or what, schooling the children. You've mm. been talking about that,
1: yes, yes, because, about
2: teaching the young generation, like Nathan.
0: But um, I love <laughs> that he knew that. that he does. That I have a huge like, musical theater
2: you know, repertoire. Your head gay head. history shall not be forgotten. <laughs> um, I have a nephew. It is important. It is extremely important. I was just talking about this last night. Like, we've become a culture that's, like, it's so different from when I
0: came out. Yeah. I had to soapbox to Madonna with these two 20-year-old kids. They go, the only Madonna song I know is Four Minutes or something like oh, that. Was I was like, like, you there. need, I was like, stop right here. Everything that Rihanna's doing, yeah, all goes back to yes. Madonna. Everything that you love, Madonna. Yes. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga
1: Lady Gaga came out and it's like I'm just going to try to be Madonna yes. I, mean, I mean she's of course creative in her, right, her own right blah 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 influences, blah, blah. influences. but
2: I mean Cher is the original yeah, yeah. yeah. let <laughs> not mince words yeah, here let's, people. Not forget. Cher, let's not forget
1: Diana Ross yeah. I mean you know. Cher
2: for me I mean I, I wanted to be Cher every Halloween for 10 years my mother was like you're not being Cher <laughs> I was
1: kind of in love with Diana Ross I but you know and where did you and, grow up? In New York. Oh. It's
0: Were you a big East fan of, of the and race? I met
1: Diana Ross a few times too. That helped me fall in love with
0: her. Where did you meet Diana? Diana. She, uh, her
1: kids. Diana. Her kids went to um, I think Fieldston. I went to Horace Mann, and it was a nearby school. And there was we did like uh, kind of joint school cabarets, and she came to see her kids perform. And I saw her in the Malibu grocery store
2: recently. Did yes. she have her fanny pack? I hope we, you know, because she lost that at the Ross. <laughs> that was my favorite was story ever. Thing? I didn't hear about that. That was that my favorite story ever. She left her, her... She left her fanny pack at a Ross. Dressed for less. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe it. She was and at she Ross. And she panicked. Like, she tweeted about it, like, my fanny pack, my thing. And what's so funny is her <laughs> daughter, Tracy Ellis, talks about it. They're like, you know, people see Diana Ross as Diana Ross, but... I see that woman that forgot her fanny pack at Ross Whoa. It's my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and even when she got she got some sort of lifetime achievement award, at the end they had her granddaughter bring her a fanny pack because it was, became like a big thing that <laughs> that's but so Oh, I do remember I, I watched remember that too, part. Man. Yes. That yes. was because she left her fanny pack at Ross, and then someone returned it. That's you so know, funny. and I'm dying to you know what was in the fanny pack. Meds probably, right? Meds? Well, no. no her wallet Patty LaBelle's phone number I'm like, I'm bitch um, I just was like a little
0: um, Aretha Franklin voodoo doll a little Aretha Franklin and it worked it did and it worked um, so the show that you do now at FUBAR yes that started nine years ago that started nine years ago as a different name
2: well, it, w- it became d- uh, many different names. It was like I was in a group, I created a group mm-hmm. called the Queers of Comedy. Love it. And it was three of us when you could say queer and didn't get in trouble.
0: Oh, we not allowed to say right We went back
2: and forth. I think, I, at one I point, think people have I think more queer. Again. Um At one point during our raid, um, it was not acceptable because we were getting this hate mail. But anyhow, what,
0: what, what do people have against queer? Uh,
2: that's, that's not a word you should use. It's derogatory. I thought, oh my god, I can't uh, do this. Like, What are we boycotting today? What are we boycotting today? Can right. I get a list? We need an app. We need an app. What are we boycotting? Because <laughs> I, I am I think, going to Chick-fil-A? Or am I going to have to make it myself because I want that pickle? I do think today uh, queer is embraced. But I, I hear mean, you. Well, but you I, think. Yeah, yeah. I formed a group called the Queers of Comedy. Yes. And there was three generations... Mm. Uh, there was the twink, oh, yeah. the seasoned bitter bitch, and then the diva, and um, <laughs> we toured. Like
0: we did so well, the name alone, people booked it on the name. Did the, was there a lot of like um, like uh, queer shows going on at that point? Um, was it kind of
2: we? I feel we kind of broke it open mm-hmm. because we mainly went to bars, gay. So, you know, centers, right. and that's where we performed. Sure, sure. We sure. performed in gay, old-age homes like we did.
1: Yeah, because I feel like the the, the um, mainstream comedy club circuit is still a yeah. little restrictive.
2: Well, and here's how it happened. When we were with the Queers of Comedy, we went to the big clubs, and they all were like, well, we have a gay show already. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you have one gay show once a month. Right. How many... Heterosexual, show. I mean everything. Every you know, other, like, so I, no room for one more. Yeah, I get it now because it's hard to get an audience because right. you know how queens are. They right. don't want to. The um, sun's yeah. up. I'm not going. There's no valet parking. Is there mimosas? They tip, want tip, cam- cam- I don't want to and of then I have to get to the bar by nine. <laughs> so you know that was rough, but not in L. A. It was great. Okay. It was great. So people came out. It was packed. People were like, they were so excited to hear the story. Who were you doing there. that with? I was doing it with my current partner, Mikey, Mikey okay. Scott, and Corey Schneider. Was Mikey the twink? Mikey was the twink. He's no longer now. he got no, gray he's hair. Not, he, he got a gray hair in his beard. He's buffed up a little bit, And too. he's working out like a mofo. Yeah, mm-hmm. Totally.
1: As the gays are wont to do, you know. Yeah, that's it's the sure passed me by something. Was that
0: like a California touring, or did you go... We
2: went all over the country.
0: Wow. Yeah, and then
2: we were like, we, we pitched a show to Logo. Like, they were, we wanted them to follow us, because we would go to, like, Texas, and, you know... On the I like to say the mission statement is bridging the gap between ignorance and tolerance through humor. Totally, uh, that's a good pitch. but, but, yeah. good and it, it, but then um, it started to get really popular. There were so many, you know, I hate Gays. to say gay comics, but yeah. And then it became not a thing because when I started doing comedy, I wasn't. I never talked about being gay. Really? Mm-hmm. Like my comedy isn't. Well, it's become gay. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. And then I remember one time, uh, I was doing a bit. It wasn't going well. And so I just figured, let me just tell them. Something funny had happened to me that day. I don't even remember what it was. And it was a gay thing. And I I saw the audience just go, like, oh, my God, they like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, they like it. They They get it. it. And Mm -hmm. I don't think they thought I was. I don't know what they thought. Were they blind? (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> that's when I was like, Oh, I'm gonna just you know, elaborate more on the gay and then that's when we formed the Queers of Comedy. That's yeah. It. yeah. And that's how I met Mikey, but when the Queers of Comedy disbanded mm-hmm. um and a rancorous, vicious dispute. There was a huge fight in London. A Whoa. huge fight in London. Whoa. It was terrible. I went, I, my, I got the better room than those two. Uh, Wigs, were Wigs were thrown. Wigs were thrown. I said, watch your mouth. You watch your mouthless SA white. <laughs> and I'm telling you. What. So, um, that that's when... Uh, Corey, who's an actor as well, he was in the, he's done several films. I don't know if you've ever seen East Side Story. It's no, a great, I that's haven't. a web series. No, it's it a, actually... A... You're thinking of East Enders. Oh, yeah, yeah, East, yeah, yeah. East Side Story was an independent gay film that did the circuit and did really, really well. Oh, I don't think I saw that. And was yeah. it a West Side Story take? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so Corey plays the the lead actor in that. Oh, nice. And so he wanted to concentrate more on that. And sure. He, he came into comedy it was by fluke how it happened and then he was like, Ugh. So Mikey and I were left with what should we do? How about well, a we the show? it at a um, so, bar We were doing it at the Palms. Mm-hmm. The show was called Something Else. I had a little bit of a tiff with the promoter, and I figured, you know what? The only way we're gonna be able to really own the show is if it's named after us. That is the reason why we named it after us. Yeah. Thank you, smart. Julie Goldman. She's the one who said, Honey, get your name on it and they can't own it. Right. Yep. So we did, and then when the palms closed, we took it to Fubar. And, and it's so, been at Fubar for seven years. Yeah, Friday nights. Every Friday night for seven years at eight o'clock. At that Fubar. is
0: a lot of shows.
2: That's a lot of comics. I'm so tired of God. It's been like 350 shows. I didn't God. even count.
0: <laughs> do you take a break ever? Have you had any weeks we, off? Well,
2: I mean, I'll I'll take a Friday off here and there mm-hmm. if I book something and I can't do sure. it, or if I go visit my family for the holidays. And do you have guest hosts? Um, or something I'll like? have either Mikey will do it by himself, mm-hmm. or I'll mm-hmm. do it by myself if he can't do it. Right. If we both can't do it, we've had that's only happened like twice though, where we brought wow. in Wow, twice hosts. in
0: seven years. That is dedication. I am
2: a workaholic, crazy, insane Joan Crawford. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hide the hangers, hide the hangers. Hide the hangers, and I say, nothing you say matters unless that microphone is on. <laughs> that's,
0: that's what Teddy said when he came in today. And we both <laughs> gasped. <laughs> we well, we turned pretty pretty the mic philosophy. on I mean, we,
1: we, we say that before the pod
2: Nathan, all the time. Nathan brought cookies. He's like, would you like a cookie? Ask me on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Very strict, Teddy.
3: Uh. <laughs> and then he slapped
1: Slap. me across the face Slap. he loved I it
0: I did like it actually. <laughs> he knows that I'm into BDSM so we're, uh. we're
1: oh my gosh so um, I, I do listen to that podcast quite a bit and you have talked about like over the years in LA, having done um, a lot of other jobs, mm-hmm. like being a phone sex operator. Oh, you've heard that one. <laughs> that was my dream, actually.
2: <laughs> that was my dream. I too. love that you did that. That was in your first um, stint in LA. That was my right? first stint. I, I remember I drove cross country with my best friend. Yeah. And, and we, we literally watched the movie Beaches and said. <laughs> I'm Cece, you're Hillary. fucking love that. We're Misty. moving to L.A., and I'm going to make it. And it, it, the story kind of played out, because here I am. <laughs> did she get a heart attack? She died. She, she did die, unfortunately. Oh did she marry we well. No, 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 she did, she did no, die. No, but I mean, okay. hey, House. it's fine. That it means the story <laughs> is going to happen, and I will <laughs> be at the Hollywood Bowl very soon. Industry, yes. in the okay. Oh, In lights. Teddy, Marcus, at the Hollywood Bowl. So we drove across country, and while I was driving across country, I thought... God, what am I going to do for, like, work out there? I don't want to get that proverbial waiter job, like... And then a friend of mine who had lived out here said, Teddy, the best part about L.A. is they are the weirdest jobs out here. I have a friend... Still true. No, I have a friend who literally, she's a closet organizer. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) These people have so much money, and she literally goes to their house. She doesn't, like, build a closet. She doesn't, like... She'll say, okay, take everything out. When was the last time you wore this? Put this over here. We'll put your shoes over here. And they pay her. like. I spent a day on money. Paris
0: Hilton's closet floor going through purses with my first job that I had here. We sold celebrities clothes that they didn't want. And we spent like... Six hours in Paris Hilton's closet. Oh my god, a, bunch of a lot stuff. of gays would love that. Isn't that um. fabulous? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's literally With a gays. society yeah. based off of a few rich people and everybody I around actually... has like all of these jobs. And they
2: have these jobs that they don't have anywhere else. Like... I
1: created a reality show pilot kind of based on that idea. It was called I Love You, But I Don't Love That. And it was couples. That's a fantastic name. Cleaning out each other's <laughs> closets and and. Getting rid of stuff that they, right. that, you know, so they, it, we, would, we would highlight certain pieces, and um, and it wasn't it wasn't just married couples, it was roommates, it was mother-daughter, it was like, anyway. So, yeah. Didn't
2: sell. I said driving <laughs> cross-country, and I had had a, um, a magazine, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was drama log or something back then, whatever it was called. Backstage. Right, and in the back it said, Actors Wanted. Uh-huh. And then you called, and I thought, this is too easy. Like, what? Did it
0: say phone sex? No, it Uh, said
2: actors wanted. That's it. (laughs) And I thought, look at LA, it's so fabulous. You just have to go in the classifieds, the want ads, and you find an acting job. What is the big deal? oh, I feel wanted. (laughs) Actors wanted. So I called, and then, like, this big Queen answered and she was like she was like telling me all these things she was like I'll read into a tape bring the tape to my house and we'll decide and da, da, da. and I thought Re- read into a tape like I-, I can prepare a monologue or like what no 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 no. just read it into the tape and bring the tape and I was like is this a voice voiceover I'm like, and she was like girl you- this is phone acting I'm like, phone acting <laughs> <laughs> I've never took that course my, uh, my university did not offer her an acting and so when it fi- she finally hit it, said you know it's phone sex and I thought oh I don't know how to do that but then it, it paid so well how much did it pay? It paid, like this was before. Remember, think sure, of this. Sure, Go sure. back in time. Like a nickel was everything. There was no chat room. Oh, well, there was chat rooms, but there was no. You weren't grinding, right? You weren't going yeah, on were no people called the service, and were charged like an exorbitant amount—sixty bucks for a half hour with one of the studs, and um, I got like. $20 a call but if they requested wow. me I got uh, like 50% so my goal was oh go shit go.
0: so you got like on top or you yeah, had regular
2: yeah and then yeah. I also being an actor had 6 characters
0: so you didn't have one alias. You had no. Six. I had
2: six. I had like a Twinkie surfer dude. I had a black guy. I had a Middle Eastern guy. I had like <laughs> a swimmer. <laughs> and all the, each voice was like different, and it was just. How did
1: you decide who to be? based some what you thought it was like my name? fantasy?
2: Like in the beginning, it was great, but halfway into it, I was like, I can't do this
0: anymore. Mm. Half an hour is a long time to talk to Well, someone. I
2: became very good and could get them off in 15 minutes. And my agency loved that because they didn't pay for the whole half hour call. They paid for the whole half hour, but they oh. once they they were done. And then you could do another And then I double booked so, yeah. so well. What's
0: the secret to getting somebody off on the phone?
1: Um,
2: it's, it's so sad. It's mainly, it we're lonely people. Yeah. yeah. People that, I felt more like a therapist than a phone sex operator. Because I grew up in a big city. It was not even I didn't even bat an eyelash. I saw a dick one day. I'm like, oh I'm gay. Done. Over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gay. I knew it. No problem. And you know, where am I gonna go? I found out where the gay bars were, found out where the gay organizations were, done. Yeah. But not everyone has those resources. Of course. So they would call and I would hear these stories were like, so I was in the Dillard's bathroom. And I stand next to the urinal and sometimes I'll get like hit or punched or whatever, but I thought, Jesus God, why do you oh have, God, why do you have to so go awful. through that? Like so eventually like, eventually someone will show up and then they'll take the bait and God, I'm like that's heartbreaking. you're like, it hard. Dillard's. <laughs> of all places. <laughs> I couldn't be dubbed Lindsay. So um, my so when you make that connection, they're so turned on anyway they're turned on because Because someone's responding responding. and so and then of course like i'm like all the time like i'm so horny can we talk what are you wearing and like always bringing the conversation back to that and then bam
1: people want weird stuff on the phone oh it's the worst i mean i I, there was like like it was probably like the moth story hour or something like that on, on npr and someone was telling um about like He would call this phone sex line to talk to this woman who would just ignore him, you know, and just go on about her day and her life and like type on the computer and one time fight with her boyfriend, you know, and um, but like that he didn't matter, you know, like that's what he was calling for, to be ignored by this woman.
2: I called once, I don't know, I might have told this on Johnny's podcast, this one guy's fantasy took a whole year. Like, it took a whole year. I mean, he had a scenario. I mean, and it was very regimented at the very beginning. This is exactly what he wants, and this is how he wants it to play out. And oh it was God. just like, and I was... I didn't know where we were going with it. So, like, there goes my improv skills. Like, Yeah, totally. You know, well, it You're turns like, out, like, he was... This was boyhood. The crazy thing was, he turns out that he was a principal of a school, and he wanted one of his students... To come in, and then all he wanted to do was feed the guy. Oh dear! And so I, for fifteen <laughs> minutes, would just go like, Om, nom, 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 nom. and then he would be like, "Is it delicious? Tell me what it tastes like." <laughs> and I'm like it's chocolatey. It's you know, and Whoa. right. Well, to get really morbid and dark, this is how it ended up. Like the last phone call I had with him, because I thought this guy is too crazy. I can't. He wanted to cook me.
1: Cook you? Oh my cook me. God. Oh, you yeah, did tell the story. Oh no my god. Other, god. He wanted
2: to cook me. Like he he had put me like in a cage in this you know this is all happening like it didn't really happen, but right, I mean sure. he put me in a cage. I got too big for the cage. And he he got he and he's talking this through. Oh getting god. wire cutters to cut me out of the cage and then telling me to step into the roasting pan and he was gonna baste me and put me in the oven and I thought. Oh, this bitch has been oh arrested for something. God. <laughs> then I thought i I have to tell somebody like what do I do with this yeah. information like and I, t- I called the agency I was like I don't I don't think I could do this anymore because I don't know this guy claimed to have been a principal of the school does he want to eat the fucking students like, yeah that's insane that is crazy does so he,
1: does he
0: have like uh roasted carcasses I and is don't buried know, in his backyard
2: it brings the hands of to a whole at, different at level.
0: least they're was some sort of outlet for him to do a fantasy yeah, one version, hopes as that opposed he left it at that. to not there, a real situation. There was so
2: many wax, like you know. What I learned was, you know, men say the weirdest thing just before they come, <laughs> <laughs> and if you are anonymous and they don't see you, you can It's really weird. <laughs> wow. But yeah, so I, I. But that paid really well, but it also warped my.
0: Yeah, that's gotta do Sense something of, to you. You know, I would
2: go on dates and ultimately
0: <laughs> You were like, Is he gonna wanna eat Yeah, that? I was like, you yeah, know, to what are you gonna like gouge my eyes out when you jail? Yeah. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean? So it it, it was like, Oh, this is not, not good for me. But I did it for like two years. Yeah. And I made a lot of money. Yeah and I literally good. called from my house. That's great. What a great gig. Yeah. And then did it was it your landline? I got a separate line put in. Yes, it was my landline gotcha. put in, and then they would give me a calling card. So I would call, and the charge would be on the company. Would you ever card. get?
0: Would you ever get phone calls to that from? No, because I think it might have even been before like caller ID. I don't know. Oh, gotcha. So people couldn't. So
2: and for some and for some way, when you dialed in through this card, it didn't. It show didn't the show. Thing. Right. Yeah, whatever. Right. And that was for even for them for their protection. Right. Their wives, because a lot of them had wives. Oh, right. um, yeah. nice. Was it all gay? It was 90% gay. Did, so, did you ever call with women? Yeah, I've done calls with women. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just was, it was It was fun. I think about it now. I wanted to write a book about all the yeah. characters that You should. Or like, do a one man show about it because. Um, you should do a show. The characters were top notch. It's really, uh, it lends itself to like, a, you know, a series of. Of monologue, Yeah, you know. it absolutely, it absolutely, absolutely does. And then, once again, goes back to schooling the children. Like, we didn't have, they didn't have grinder. Like, yeah. we didn't have those things. The accessibility now is almost scary. It is crazy, especially with the location.
1: And it yeah. is it's
2: kind scary. of, it's
1: really, like, damaging, um, you know, gay bars. It's damaging and a things. lot. But, like... It, I don't know. But, There's still plenty of people well, at the gay bars. But the gay bars are being smart and doing things like booking, you know, yeah. the, the show that you do. Right. The stuff that Precinct does with the Boulay brothers. Yeah, great. You know, those, Beautiful stuff. Like, you're not gonna get that on an app. You've gotta right. go see that in person.
2: And they're like, I've said this a hundred million times. My, my nephew came out and the juxtaposition between what i'm watching him do and mm-hmm. how he navigates through life is amazing to me that's the beautiful part of it yeah but i don't want them ever to forget the backs that they stand on absolutely no it's
1: really it's important you know i mean and and i feel the same even just from yeah. when like you know like i came out like as the deaths of people from AIDS was just waning, you know, it just like, like the, the, whatever cocktail came out in the early, you know, nineties, um, started to like really help that disease not be a death sentence necessarily, but the people that lived through that and had to come out, you know, like in, in the sixties, seventies, eighties, you know, um, I, you know, we, we have a lot to thank them for yeah, and what, what they went through. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I
2: definitely, you know, but acknowledge I think our that. generation, or at least my generation, uh, we had a respect for them. Yeah, you know, I was just talking about this subject just yesterday. It's funny. Um There was gay music, like if you heard. Sylvester or if you heard well it was like disco right if you heard a certain song you knew everyone on the dance floor was gay because they were dancing Mm -hmm. to it how that happened I have no idea but there was like a collective like uh, understanding right that's gone there's something so beautiful to me about that communication it's a great place to just be standing somewhere and literally like cruising cruising's gone you know, you sit there and you'd look at somebody at a bar and they would look at you back and you'd get excited. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, is he looking at me? Is there somebody behind me? And then that uh, whole connection was so exciting. Totally. I mean, that's how I,
1: you know, met the first people that I had sex with. Me too. Right?
2: At the Roxy in New York. Me too. You know,
1: too. like, I, I met someone on the dance floor, danced with them. We danced all the way back to my place. I and I had sex with the first time ever. I, I have been,
0: <laughs> I grew up through the age of technology happening and I grew up like Grinder became a thing a few years after I started college maybe so I kind of grew up with it evolving and I will say I feel like still all of my biggest connections have come through real life meetings. I think that says
2: a lot about you though because yes there are there are absolutely people that the real life meanings have much more meaning. But yeah. that says a lot about you. That's who you are. Right. You you, right. you know, you are I, I could tell you are that way just for the fact that, you know, you do the references. Right. So that's sure. that's great. You're that's the type of person you are.
0: But that's not necessarily. That's that's rare. It's not everybody. Like I
2: think they take a lot of things for they completely take things for granted, and just the whole it's it's ruined our way of speaking. It's ruined our way of using punctuation and capital letters and everything's abbreviation. Well, you can go you can go right
1: to the sex, you know, in those apps, and the you know it's just like like people some you know some younger people it'll be kind of an awkward thing to, like, get through, like, an in-person... <laughs> yeah, like, a date. Like, oh, we're gonna sit down and have dinner together? Really? You oh, know? Honey, like, I need dinner. <laughs> no, I amazing. love it. I, I, I like to because go to a nice there's dinner. there's more
0: than... More than ever, there's out gay people, and it seems like there is an inability for all of these single gay men to date and find each other, and I think that online apps and stuff like that kind of contribute to this single-hoodness in a certain way. Yeah. I well, know, I mean, I,
2: you know, I, I have schooled many on Grinder because it's always like, hey, how are you? Hey, I'm awesome. How are you? Top or bottom? Oh, let's just cut to the quick right now. Or like, like yeah. dick pick. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> to me, I like figuring that out. I like right. this yeah. element of surprise. Well, a chemistry, right? Like and an like, I, chemistry. I, I mean, and I, trust me, I have hoed out. You know, I don't. <laughs> I'm not being like. But what really connects with me is that connection. I like going out on a date and not even kissing, and, and then yeah. second date, and like, it, oh, were we gonna kiss today? Or like, and then slowly going from that. to there's so much that can turn you on, like, from conversation and and then taking it in the car. And like, there's so much that Someone can happen. Someone I
1: was with recently called, like, he's like, well, you know, there's, like, it's a redefined, like, what the bases are. He's like, I think, you know, third base is hooking up for a second time after the first time. That's third base. <laughs> that's third base. And I was like, well, then what's a home run? He's like, I, I don't know, yeah. marriage? I was like, well. Anal. I waited about...
0: like a month <laughs> to have sex with my current boyfriend. Wow. I guess. So there was like a courting
2: period. Yeah, because then once again, and that is who you are. <laughs> I, could t- like, I could tell that. Like, well, I mean,
1: probably tr- you probably treated it Different with him than you maybe had with the previous
0: person you hooked up with because you're like, maybe no, maybe this is yeah, something. but more important. And also, yeah. when you have when you develop a deeper connection with somebody that is where sex hasn't been incorporated yet, it God, to it have sex with somebody for the first time so it makes it so special and also. You already know that you care about this person right, so much so that it you, you're not worried. Oh, is this going to go well? Is this going to be right, bad? Is, right, right. Are we going to have a bad sex night right, and then it's over? Right. It's like, I was so into him by that point. We could have had the worst sex matter. in the world and it wouldn't have mattered. I know. And but didn't, I didn't. But that's what I want the kids to know. like,
2: Explore that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Explore it. It's fun. Because it, it that there is, it's such a turn on. It is so erotic. It's so amazing. Just that, even that nonverbal eating dinner and looking at each other and just like going, oh my god, oh my god. god. like God. Having a little patience and that yeah. delayed gratification makes it better. Um, totally. I I I love it, and and now I'm like, that's the only way that I want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I literally put it out there, and I figure I okay, can I get it now. We're gonna meet on an app, right? Okay, let's use the app as the conduit
0: to the real to the real. Yes. So let's yeah. get
2: this out of the way now. I don't want to go back and forth with pick that this. What are you into? Like, are we, <laughs> let's meet. It could be just yeah. a Starbucks. Let's just go grab a Starbucks, or let's and then get that out of the way as soon as possible because I can't. Personally anymore, can't connect mm-hmm. unless I've had that
0: relationship. Plus, the worst is to waste your time talking to somebody and then you meet and there's no nothing there's nothing between yeah. the two of you and you're like, Ugh. but so many people like get to that point
2: that you were at mm-hmm. online. Right. Like they're like falling in love and you're like, I've had so many conversations where I, I think I'm falling in love with you. Uh, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, we don't know each other. You know, we, right don't other. Right. know we don't even know each you other. Don't, you don't know what I smell this. like. You don't even know, like, do I flick my hair like Cher? Like, what do I do? Like, you don't know those things. So, you're in love. You
0: yeah. need a little more help than Grinder. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you're infectious. Maybe that's why, Teddy. It is. Even just through the... Just a simple word from online. I mean,
1: how charming is Teddy Margus? It's so so charming. Aww. So thrilled that you came and joined us I for this. I love
2: every minute of Thank it. Thank you so much. Mm. And so, your show? My show, every Friday night at FUBAR on Santa Monica Boulevard, 7994. And you can check me everywhere at Teddy Margus. That's What's coming
1: is. up with um, with Hay Queen? Is well, there a, hey, is there a, are we, we still doing? Hot we finished.
2: TV? We finished um, the filming of Beach House. Yeah. We are now filming something. Because Hay uh, hey Queen got picked up by Netflix. Fantastic.
0: Oh my god! So you're have some actual X, money. Yeah. When did that come out? When did that get I, announced?
2: It, it, it didn't get announced yet. So I just announced it. Well, it'll be. This will probably be announced, album. but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So we have been diligent. They have guidelines. So we've been diligently working to get the episodes to the well, same you have to, time the deliverables. And deliverable. then trying to transcribe that's them. And they. So that happened. And then we are filming another show because it's our Are old
0: episodes going on to the... Old episodes
2: are going to go on to uh, Netflix. That's oh, perfect. But the new episodes are broadcast live in Canada now. On broadcast TV, we literally follow RuPaul's Drag Race.
1: There's a gay network there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Out TV. Yeah, yeah. And then... They want more content, so we're working on a show called He's Fit, and it's like a but a different one than with Gerg. It's it's a revamped version. Yeah, Gerg is it's kind of like um, uh, Iron Chef. Okay. But for fitness, oh, Gerg like plays that. the Iron Chef. Okay. Like they, they there's a trainer, Craig Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll train, and they'll talk about their workout routine yeah. and whatever. Gerg's
0: not the best talker. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also have your podcast, and the my podcast Prince.
2: follows RuPaul. So when RuPaul's on, I'm on. And Teddy that'll and come the back Empress. for a fourth season. So that'll come back for a fourth season when RuPaul comes back. Perfect. Yeah, and I do that with the Empress. And are you? And is there going
1: to be any more hot tea with? Hot tea's coming. Yes, that's coming. Brandy.
2: That's coming as well. We got to finish. He's fit. And then we have to figure out the schedule for the new season of Hey Queen. Yeah. Because they purchased. A lot of episodes. So we're going to be doing a lot more episodes yes. than we're used to doing. So we're trying to fit Hot tea in there. Yeah. They didn't buy Hot tea. That's, my, that's my
0: favorite.
2: I, I love it too, but it's it's too current of a show. Like, you, we talk about current...
1: Well, um, it doesn't age. Right. Start with one show. It's about, it's right. about cowboys, <laughs> cowboys. They
2: bought Hey Queen, Look at Her, and He's Fit. Nice. Amazing. Yeah,
0: so... Congratulations! Yeah, it's great. It's no great more Tyler goodness. tales. No more Tyler <laughs> tales. <laughs> That's hysterical. Great. Well, uh, thank I, you so much. Hopefully,
2: we'll be on TV soon too. We'll see what happens. You will. Yes, I'm sure.
1: Well, it's good. That, I mean, it's good that you have that outlet to to get stuff yeah. out and for people to get to know you. Um and I'm sure um, great things will follow.
0: Plus this podcast is gonna just This is gonna your followers.
1: No, it's it's double. Double. I mean this,
0: please. It's gonna double. <laughs> You'll have exposure like never before, <laughs> it's Teddy. It's gonna double. <laughs> um thanks everybody so much for listening, and all of you out there, Jakarta fans and alike. Yeah, we, we we're told we have people listening in
1: Jakarta. Recently Ireland Oh. Because of Emer, I think. Oh, but great. A bunch of
0: Ireland great. listeners. Hello, Ireland. <laughs> um, like us, rate us, five stars or don't bother. Comment. Subscribe. Email. Tell your friends. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks Bye. for
1: listening. Bye.